Welcome to the Popcorn Wine Down with Tammy and Eddie. Grab your popcorn, pour yourself a glass of wine, and come hang out with us as we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and music. Hello. Hey. Yeah, I really, I was surprised. I'm, I was surprised, but I'm kind of glad you didn't put J. Cook. Okay, so I had them, I had J. Cook up literally until right before you called me at three o'clock. I had them on my list, and I was just like, I can't. But I will tell you right now, prepare yourself because next week when we go over shit that got me through 2020, oh, they definitely on that list. <laughs> and I'm talking about it, but I was just like, I can't, I can't, I can't put them out like that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Okay. So wait. Hold up. Oh, you missed one award too. Where did I miss? Best villain. Oh, you know what? I, I'll go back. I'm gonna because my villain. I'll I'll tell you why. I I I know what it is. Okay. You ready? Ready for what? To get the start one the start. Oh, don't start. mention villain. We we already missed that. We can just put it on the site. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm ready for the last part. Okay. Why is it playing over again? Okay. I'm not your pop. I mean, okay. <clears throat> In three, two, one, let's get it. All right, and now we have the whinies for everything else. Would this be the miscellaneous category, or would no? I feel like it? I feel like we should call this the ultimate category. The ultimate category, or yes. everything in between. Okay, the ultimate. So now we have the ultimate whinies. That makes everyone else seem so insignificant. Okay, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess we'll start with the beginning. What was your favorite episode of the Popcorn Wine Down so far? What has it been? Um, uh, so I would say that my favorite episode is the first episode we ever did. Um, that we actually recorded and um, published, which was the Love Victor episode. Um, it's kind of like a little bit of nostalgia, right? Because that's where we officially got started. I mean, we did episodes before that, but yeah, love Victor. Because I can go back and be like, oh, this is where it all began. And we've improved so much yeah, we since have. Love Victor. We, and, 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 it, and it shows by just listening to that episode and then listening to our last like review episode that we did. And the amount of changes that have happened and how um, we, the flow is better and just so much improvement. So I would say love, Victor, because it shows us how far we've come in a couple months. Yeah. Um, well, I agree. I put down love, Victor, as well. And um, I also have to put down I love just because um, I like our BTS episodes, too. I do. <laughs> Um, I don't, and I think, 
I'm going to choose the first one because I think that was episode five and we were really starting to find our own and kind of figure it out. And I think that's where it changes a little bit. Um, And so I chose that one. Um, Still our longest episode as well. It it is. Um, But I also, I chose Love, Victor as well. So, and I just think um, I chose the BTS one, the original one, episode five just because I think we were really starting to figure it out and really kind of come into our own. And, you know, each week, I, if I'm being honest, I would probably say it was our last episode was my favorite because, again, um, just how we continue to improve and how we continue yeah. to grow. And um, I, agree. How I think the show continues to get better. So um, that would probably be my favorite episode, though. Um <laughs> So what would you choose as your best visual of 2020? Okay, so <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like trying to like actually imagine it. Um, this one was actually my hardest award to give. Um, I changed multiple times. I really have to think about it. Um, I have at least five on my list. Um, you broke all the rules yes for best visual of 2020 like I have multiple people on my list um oh gosh okay so I I, I'm gonna have to do two I'm I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm gonna have to do two um because I couldn't choose out of the both of them so both of them are definitely Korean (laughs) so um but I chose Lee Min Ho um who is one, actually, he's the number one actor in um, Korea and one of the um, most popular actors in Asia, period. And I think he is gorgeous. Like, his personality and just, he, he's, he has that all-American look. You know, like that football player look. But he's just such a sweet and nice guy as well. So um, I definitely chose him, and he can act his ass off too. And then I also chose Wu Dawan, and um, he's a lesser-known actor. He was in an actual series um, that premiered this year called *The King Eternal Monarch*, and he is gorgeous. Like he looks so good. Like I just stare at him. <laughs> he's like one of the best-looking guys I've ever seen. So I definitely had to have to put him on my list. Um, but those would be my two visuals of 2020, seeing as how I'm in the rabbit hole. So I might as well choose Korean, right? Uh, my visual of 2020 is probably my all-time visual. I chose V. Um, he he's just gorgeous. And um he has And he's not he's not he's not Korean gorgeous. Like he's international, national worldly and- gorgeous. And what makes him even more so is his personality. So, um, you know, he's a weirdo. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I chose B and just, you know, just different looks that he gives and just different things. But I also have a moment, um, a visual moment. And that was JK's My Time performance. Uh, the second night, he looks good in both times, but the second night when he had on that red, yeah. And he was more comfortable with the when, when, when he pulled me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was my other visual. If I have to, like, V is the ultimate <clears throat> visual um, for me. 
But if I have to go with performances and just things that, you know, um, then I would go with JK's uh, moment in my time. I agree. I agree with you. I would agree with you definitely. Especially the the second night where he had on the red and he seemed more comfortable and he made his adjustments. He was both nights down. He was, he was, but that red and the hair, and that's the first time you really got to see the haircut, Yeah, you know, um, so, but that was my visual. Um, what is your favorite, would you say, um, I'm trying to figure out, we'll, we'll go here. What was your favorite guilty pleasure of 2020? Come on now. Do you have to ask? My uh, guilty pleasure of 2020 is Korean dramas. Um, I have watched about, I started in the summer and I have watched about, I want to say maybe 20 of them um, in the last couple months on just like fully engrossing myself in Korean dramas. And I will sit there and I will binge watch Korean dramas and read the subtitles. Yes, I do that. Um, but that's my guilty pleasure, right? And I don't think I'm giving it up in 2021 because I survive off of K-dramas as well as K-pop. <laughs> and we'll learn about that a little bit more in our next episode. But yeah, that that's definitely my guilty pleasure of 2020. <laughs> what is yours? Um, my guilty pleasure 2020, I have so many. I that and I literally wrote that on the list. Like I couldn't just choose one. There were too many to name. Um, just some things I would feel comfortable discussing, some things I would not. But um, let's go let's I, go with the stuff you can discuss. The stuff that I can discuss. <laughs> um if I had to choose one, I would probably go I would agree with you. It would probably be K pop. Yeah. Um I was a BTS fan before, and I, I will say that. I, w- I wouldn't have considered myself ARMY, but I was a more casual BTS fan. And just by going down the rabbit hole this year, I have actually branched out not just into K-pop, but other genres of Korean music. So um, I'm going to go K-pop slash Korean music. I love it. And um, yeah, and I find myself humming and trying to sing along the words, even though I don't know the words, but you know, I know the English words, but... <laughs> That that hey, that would probably matters. You can always look that, up the words. Yeah, so that would probably be my biggest guilty pleasure. Okay. Um, let's get to the good stuff. Your best WTF moment. Oh gosh, I have so many. <laughs> again. That is one where I have so many because you know me. I'm always like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I think I think that's just a constant look that's on my face. Like, I'll just look at somebody and my look just says, what the fuck like are you so I, I I really can't anything that this idiot administration has done <laughs> this year um has been a what the fuck moment but probably if I'm gonna go something recent um I would have to say aside from other things that we've talked about in the news and you know some of the things we talked about last week um this one is going to be recent, and that was Warner Brothers and their their decision to release all of their 2021 slate on the HBO Max simultaneously, as in the movie theater. Like WTF. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the more you read about it, the more you realize what the fuck were y'all thinking? Like the ramifications of that decision. Mm-hmm. 
it, it's like I, it's going to be interesting to, see, to really see. It was going to be interesting to see how the movie industry recovered from Rona and the shutdown um, in 2021 just because. But now with this, it, it's really going to be interesting to see how everything recovers. So um, to me, that was just the biggest what the fuck uh, moment um, that I've had recently that I can think of that I will name. Um, again, one of those things, some I can't discuss, some that I can't. But yeah, that would probably be for me. What about you? Um, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. That that yes. is the best WTF moment of 2020 is when Kanye West came out of his fucking mouth and said that he was going to run for president of the United States. Um, and then acknowledged the fact that he was being used to for taking the black vote away, and he still did it. Um, but yeah, that that was my like what. <laughs> kind of like moment every time they did a news story about it I just rolled my eyes and just shook my head and be like this is some fucking bullshit but yeah definitely yeah. that, was, that Ka- was the moment Kanye in 2020 has just been what the fuck and sure? I know back a lot to back, of it back to back and I know a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's bipolar and I'm not downplaying that but it gets to a point where it's like he knows he has a problem. He's just not seeking to get the proper help for this problem. So, you know, it's just like you have to acknowledge at some point he is cognizant of the fuck shit that he is doing. Mm-hmm. And he's he's making a choice as an adult not to get the help that he needs to make better decisions. Exactly. Um, so, but yeah. And that kind, of, I, I, that kind of goes into my I don't care but I should moment. Uh-huh. Which is... um. I don't care, but I should care the fact that Trump got COVID. But <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to actually give a fuck that he had COVID. And he just made it worse because he's an asshole. Um, but yeah, that 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 he definitely gets that award. Him and COVID gets that award for I don't care, but I should. Um you know what? I kind of have along the same lines. Like, I'm so over 2020. Um, I don't care, but I should. So it's just like, I I do care from the standpoint that I don't think he's going to leave office. Like, he's setting something up. Like, everyone talks about the great big November surprise. Mm-hmm. That fool has a January surprise coming for us before he leaves office. There's just too much going on. And you pay attention to it, and I... I care, but it's not to the point where I'm obsessing about it. It's, it's kind of like Melania's jacket. I don't care, do you? <laughs> like, really? I just want it over with. Um, but, and, and to go along with that is, at this point, all the fuckers who are not wearing masks, all the people who don't social distance, I'm over it. Like, I'm over them and their fucking conspiracy theories. I'm over them. You know, you're in the hospital fucking dying and you think that someone is lying to you about why you're dying. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was having a conversation with someone the other day and I was letting, them, I was telling them that someone, a friend of the family had been diagnosed with corona and had to go to the hospital and was so close to being put on a ventilator and they were like, oh, well, when they're in the hospital, I heard they don't do anything for you anyway. And I'm like, I'm telling you that this person, a close, not a friend of a friend, but a close personal family friend and you're trying to give me fucking conspiracy theories about 
coronavirus and how it's something that's made up. Yeah. So, you know, I I should care at this point, but I don't. I really I'm don't. Like, and, and I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm like, at this point, if you're one of those people and you get it, I pray that you recover from it, but you set yourself up for that. I agree. You know? I, I definitely, um, definitely. I, I mean, I'm not wishing any ill will on anyone. I don't want anyone to die from it. No, but, but at this point, if you get it and you... It, and I'm not talking about the people who are in positions where they have to go to work and the front line workers and all that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the assholes who won't wear the mask, who 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 don't think that it's real. And, the, you know, those are the people I'm talking about, the conspiracy theories, the magos, the whatever. Yeah, I'm over it. So, um, like your boy Rudy, when he got out, I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those... Um, I don't care, but I should. Yeah, it was one of those moments where it's like, I, I went back to that five to my five year old self, and you remember your mom telling you, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And then it comes back to God don't like ugly, and karma is a real thing. So I'm just like, okay, well, I hope he survives and moving on. <laughs> um, I have a good one. What was our agree to disagree award? I don't know that we ever came up with one, but I thought of what I thought of one. Which one? Um something that we still have not been able to agree on and every time we talk about it, it's just like we I, okay we'll just agree to disagree folklore <laughs> and I it, that's the first thing that came up to my list like even before the show today we were talking about it and we were just like we haven't discussed it and I wrote and when you said that I just went ahead and wrote down folklore I didn't even tell you I was writing down folklore but I wrote down folklore I agree I agree that we will always disagree about that album. (laughs) I love it. She hates hates it. it. (laughs) I don't see the hype of it. I don't know why. Like, she can't even find one song on it that she likes. Nope. And I'm like, and I listened to it. I actually sat down and I listened to it. And this is how forgettable it was. I can't even name one of the songs on that. Wait, nope, nope, nope. I lie. Is Cardigan one of them? Yes. Okay. Not because I actually know the song, but because that's one of the songs that they talked about. I guess that was one of her singles that she came out with um, with the CD. Yeah. Um, it's the lead off but I, I, I don't remember any of the songs. Like, I can't remember a beat, uh, a lyric, like nothing of any of the songs on that album. Like, that's how insignificant it is to me. But you love it. So, I mean, and I, I trust your... Uh, your opinion because you're way more into music than I am so but yeah we're never gonna agree with that one (laughs) yeah um okay so the wine glass overflowed yes the the we're gonna get down to the three big ones um okay so wine glass overflowed award is the award that just was the sadness of 2020 and um Everybody should already know which one I'm going to say, but um, my Wine Glass Overflowed Award is going to go to um, the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Um, And really, really quick, just, um, and the reason why is because I was good when we were talking on the phone. And I still remember the feelings of going to sleep and I was kind of like numb. And then as soon as I woke up, I bawled my eyes out. 
like before I moved in my bed, before I got up, before I reached for my phone, I bawled my eyes out over her death. Um, so yeah, that's like just continue to pour me glasses of wine <laughs> because <laughs> that that hit me the hardest death that hit me in 2020 was her death. Well, I have, I, I kind of flipped this award. I did it in two ways. I did what you did. And I'm going to say my wine glass overflowed in 2020 period, just because this year has been such a fucking shit show of a clusterfuck of a clown car riding <laughs> into a dumpster fire full of shit. <laughs> I could go on and on. But this has just been one of the worst years imaginable. And um, I don't ever want to live through anything like this again and I hope that we never do um but I also have to tip my hat off to us surviving it you know um us finding new ways to get through it um so on 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 just the sadness and the fuckery of 2020 yes whenever I I think too much about it and even now um there are moments when I find myself going back to those dark places and having those moments where it's just like it's so hard um and then I think about um the good thing so to me it's a double-edged sword just a little thing so yes if you want to just talk about getting shit-faced drunk to 2020 it's the whole year but if you want to talk about moments where um I want to toast 2020 or the things of 2020 the little things then I would have to say you know it's stuff like this the wine down and stuff like that so my wine glass over for a couple of reasons in 2020. Um, all right. Um, what about, I think we'll start with this one, the final three, the Social Justice Award. Who did you get that one to? Um, so my Social Justice Award, um, I gave to LeBron James. Um, I think the reaction of the NBA um, to everything that happened over the summer, um, the Black Lives uh, Matter movement, um, he played a major role in uh, how they responded and the things that they allowed um, the players of the different teams to do in order to show their solidarity uh, with Black Lives. Um, he's been very, very vocal Um on what needs to be done and he's contributed so much to um you know just doing his part on trying to fix the injustice um that is in you know the United States as well as around the world so yeah so definitely LeBron James I I couldn't agree more um mine I'm going to give posthumously and I'm going to say I'm going to give it to George Floyd um and I, this is one of those times where you where you have to think about what you know he, he everything that was lost. But I'm also going to have to say this was this was one of those double edged sword moments where I'm grateful that we were where we what, that the country the world was going through what it was going through at the time that this happened because if it were not for Rona and the world being fucking shut down when this happened, it would have been just another yeah, black man dying and no one would have paid attention. It would have been something that went through the news cycle for 24 to 48 hours and no one would have paid attention. 
uh, but to death galvanized so many people, not just here, but internationally. And it got people to actually fucking pay attention. People who were not paying attention before. Um, and so that I'm going to have to say, and also honorable mention to Colin Kaepernick, um, who has been talking about this for so long. And now people are finally realizing they are finally realizing what he was talking about and what he was trying to say. So um, I, I agree with LeBron, Colin, but I'm going to have to say um, I gave mine to George Floyd. And yeah, so oh, that's like a start... overflow moment, yo. Yeah, that's what I say. And before I start crying, oh. <laughs> um, last two, last two. <laughs> who who would you give your ultimate popcorn award? Um, so ultimate popcorn goes to the actor um, that I discovered, who I feel is just absolutely. Um, phenomenal and everything that I've watched him in so far and that is going to be Lee Sung Ji um, like I said I watched him in Vagabond I thought he was great but I thought he was just an action star so I was just like oh okay but then I watched him in other series he does action he does drama he does variety shows um, a lot of variety shows as well um he is and he can sing (laughs) and he can sing um so he's just all around just absolutely phenomenal so i gave him the ultimate popcorn award okay my ultimate popcorn award is not going to an actor or actress per se but i think she's done a great job of acting like um I think she's just done a great job. And I'm going to go with Kamala Harris. Ooh, and Okay. Um, because you know all the shit that, as, that she's had to just kind of play that role for um, and play the part, you know, um, all the times that she's had to fucking bite her tongue. But my a specific moment is when she ignored that fly sitting in my kitchen. <laughs> That was some acting. <laughs> you know, like when you when you saw the little looks. Oh my god! So you really no, think, just just, and you just know the she, whole the whole debate that they had, and every time he would yeah. throw another lie at her, and her face was just like, "Bitch, if we were not on camera." <laughs> Thank you. Like, oh, she was she was taming. She was keeping her inner black yes. woman in check, okay? <laughs> she was keeping her in check, because you know. <laughs> and the times when she was like, I'm speaking, do you mind? Like, Ooh. you know, like, and then, but I love when she cocks that head to the side, and she just kind of does that little subtle neck roll, like, mother, yeah. So that, um, that was my ultimate popcorn award. Shout out to um, Vice President-elect. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Harris on that, on that one. Um, so, in our last award is the Popcorn Wind Down Achievement Award. Who are you giving that to? Go ahead and tell me who you got first. <laughs> um, this is hard for me. There's been so many great achievements this year, and I want to keep it light. Um, LeBron, a lot of people. Um, but I'm probably going to copy off of time. I'm going to copy time. 
and I'm going to give it to, to to those people um, to President elect and Vice President elect Biden and Harris um, just for actually you know what I'm going to go back I'm going to give it to the people I'm going to give it to democracy um, I'm going to give it to the people who got off their asses and who voted and who are giving us a chance to kind of restore some semblance of normalcy and hopefully um, to get better. Um, so that is one of them, um, just from that from that perspective. But I'm also going to give it to no. You can only BTS give it to one. You can only give it to one. You got to choose one. I'm giving it to BTS. Okay, so, so you, you take it away from Biden one. and Harris. No, I'm no, 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 no. You got to choose one. It's the no. It's the achievement award, Eddie. You have to choose one. You cannot give it to two people. Time gave it to two people. Well, they technically they gave it to a team. So I'm giving it to a team. They're not a team. You're giving it to okay. two people. Okay. <laughs> Here's how I'm doing oh, Lord it. Jesus. One is for real life. The other is for entertainment. So Biden Harris gets it for real life for keeping us sane and for saving our democracy and giving us hope. The Entertainment Achievement Award goes to BTS. There you go. And that's just because of all they've accomplished this year. And um, none of it was planned. From Dynamite to B to Life Goes On to all of that other stuff. So, um, there you go. I'm going to shut up now because I know you're cussing me out. Who did you give it to? Okay, so I'm going to actually follow the rules on this one and say, like, the Popcorn Wind Down Achievement Award. Um, Achievement, like, just hitting marks every single time. And I am giving it to BTS. Um, Starting off the year with their performance in Grand Central Station, um, planning out their concert getting canceled because of uh, the coronavirus um, and still moving forward and hitting records through the whole entire 2020. Like, whether they were breaking their own records or whether they were breaking other people's records, they just was breaking records left and right. Um, the Grammys, um, Dynamite number one, Life Goes On number one, Savage Love number one, um, just like everything. And even like their performances that they do in Korea. Um, the fact of saying that they are the only group that has been able to perform in landmark, historical landmarks in South Korea is an achievement in itself as well. Um, they got a law passed just for them. Okay. Um, they are the biggest act in the world and they deserve it all because they've worked their ass off for seven years and they're finally reaping all the benefits of everything that they sowed over those years so they have achieved so much in just this one year and I cannot wait to see what they achieve in 2021 all right I couldn't have said it better myself so Thank you for recognizing my entertainment achievement award. I ain't recognizing that. I will do. I, I, I just. I gave my own. I, I, I will do better. <laughs> I, Next I will year, do better, I we promise. are doing one person per award. <laughs> I promise to try to do better. 
So thank you for joining as always. Thank you for joining us in this episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Um, be sure to join us next week when we talk about the shit that got us through this shit show known as 2020. And until then, I'm and Eddie. I'm Tammy. Bye. Discover more in movies, TV, and music at thepopcornwindown.com.